Hi guys. Hey, we, we are back. back. Which Yay. I think we say every time, yeah. obviously. Because uh, we're excited to be back every time. And it has been a long time this mm. time. I don't even know how long it's been. At least a month and a bit. Yeah, so uh, I was going to say we've been slack, but I don't... Like, I think if you are a regular listener, you've probably noticed the last few episodes we've been like, oh no... It's been a while and we're going to be on a regular schedule <laughs> yeah. and then we've been a while every time. But this is what I've learned in life mm. is like whenever you are struggling to finish something and you keep pushing yourself and it's just not happening, there's a reason for that, right? And you've got to like look into your energy and look into... I think it's to kind of like stop and take a step back too and re... Reassess. Yeah, yeah. And reassess. So for us, like we kept planning, we've got so many podcast ideas we have still. a shared note on our phone that has like like we've 30. never gotten through all of <laughs> yeah. them right but we were just having trouble actually meeting up and and doing it like we just we can only really do it at night now because yeah. of sadie's yeah. like, schedule and and we've both just been really busy and and, and we just get so tired things. at yeah. night too and so there's just so much going on mm. and um but we don't we didn't want to not how do the podcast anymore no because we love it but then i feel like for me it started to feel like a chore in some ways just because it, we were doing it late at night all the time and then i feel tired and like i normally go to bed at this time <laughs> we're recording right now. <laughs> yeah, i'm like no, a baby <laughs> go to bed at 9 p.m um, um and yeah because we were so busy i feel like it's been hard to like plan them and then we feel rushed and then it just yeah it started to feel like stressful and yeah and so i instead of thinking that you don't love what you're doing mm. i think that's a sign to just take a break and anyways what we realized is we had a season one our season one was about five episodes and then we had our season two our season two was about 40 episodes <laughs> so <laughs> we just kind of like, kept going and I going think season two that we can officially say maybe this is the end yeah. of season two so this is our 41st episode of season two, but our 46th episode <laughs> overall. Yeah. <laughs> um, we really wanted to get to 50, but we, we decided will. let's not yeah. push it. Um, and so we are going to take a break. But before we take that break, we really wanted to leave you with some juicy, insightful learnings uh, that I studied when I was in Bali that I want to share with you guys. So I'll read a little paragraph about it. It is called yantra yoga it's not actually yoga though what we're going to teach you is more numerology basically mm. it's kind of a much more in-depth numerology uh type astrology thing so it's a dharmic calendar system laying out the forces each individual will work with for a given lifetime according to yantra each individual based on their dharmic mission if you remember we talked about dharma before that's like your it's supposed to be your purpose in life um your dharmic mission will select pre-birth a fundamental frequency that will best allow them to fulfill that mission the frequency is set in place at the moment of our first breath the day we are born from there we can mathematically mark out the energetic wave or path we are destined to follow if we stay aligned to this path, our chances of arriving at our goal are much greater as we will be working in harmony with the forces of the universe. What the Hindus call the san Sanatan Dharma, the underlying unifying code of life. Mm. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, it's something that we can all uh, do together. So we're going to make you do math. Exactly. We'll <laughs> come back to that. But first, let's do our little roundup. Um, wait, first I wanted to say also... Um, I just want this episode to be like a warm hug to all of our listeners. Um, I feel like... And ourselves. Yeah, and ourselves. And sometimes it's when you're doing a podcast, you, and it can feel like, oh, who's actually listening? Are we going to the void? But I feel like we always get like these beautiful reminders from people about I that are like listening it's like the i universe. don't know if you would agree with this yeah. but i feel like we have a tenfold baby because <laughs> <laughs> um one of our listeners uh, someone i used to work with back in canada wrote me just such a beautiful message uh saying that the birth episode that we did uh for my birth with sadie uh really helped him with his birth with his beautiful daughter who was just born so I was Which like, oh, so like nice. and I know my friend Kim listened to it too, and she just had her baby as well, and like she definitely listened to it in preparation before that. Yeah, and like someone, my friend at work, Vanessa, today asked me about the podcast and like what we're doing next, and I always have friends or people in my life who I don't actually know. I didn't know that they listened to the podcast necessarily, mm -hmm. and they'll mention something, and I'll be like, oh, I think they 
listen to something I, on the podcast. So, like, but people don't. It's like, like the people, yeah. the listeners, quote unquote, are listening <laughs> are our friends, right? Are, and like yeah. whether we actually have met you or not, even in person, mm. right? Like you are our friends. Yeah. That's why you'd want to listen to our conversations. <laughs> it's like we're all having a conversation together, and that's how I feel when I listen to the podcast that I like, right? Yeah. Like I, I want to catch up on those people's lives and I want to hear their opinions on things and I want to see, you know, what, what's going on at that time. So I'm sure that that's what yeah. our like podcast friends feel yeah. like about us. So. And we didn't want to leave you just hanging cause we we're like, Oh, we, we should probably say we're going to go on a break and not just leave yeah. you out there in the abyss forever. Um, and also just, yeah, with tenfold, the whole, reason we started this was to really try and be our authentic selves and like live the lives that we wanted to live and like we just said we had that huge list of topics and haven't even gone through most of it but I think we're at a very different phase in our life because we've actually like built these lives that we had been working towards for yes. so long and now we're in that kind of like fruitful phase and like, we're in the harvest which yeah. we'll talk about in this entry so too. it is different and kind of like why we're like oh let's take a break and kind of rethink what is tenfold for us now and like what does it mean moving forward things do change yeah. and evolve right and you should keep evolving and you should keep taking stock and you should keep and you don't have to forward. keep yourself in one box and be like oh well we started this this way so we have to do that forever and do a 40 episode <laughs> season <laughs> um yeah we just always want to be authentic and this yeah. isn't for ad dollars and revenue no. and do this is our passion project it's our spoken diaries basically yeah. so um but yeah we just we love you guys and we love the listeners and we love doing it but we're just trying to figure out a way to move forward with it that feels just as great and just as authentic and well and i don't i don't think it's figuring out not figuring in the out sense of like we don't no. I, almost like i feel like that sounds like a negative like we yeah no. don't want to continue no, or something no. but we both desperately want to yeah. love doing this even this i'm like oh i miss this but i like to reflect mm. right so i i think we could do 40 episodes because we'd been through a lot yeah. like right before that <laughs> happened and we had so much to draw on yeah. and and like everything was so um uh, we, we weren't in the harvest period right yeah. we were in this like kind of manifestation and after period mm -hmm. and now um yeah now we're in this harvest right like i'm learning about parenthood and yeah and, first time mother and partnership in your like 30s right yeah. which is different and um and same with you and like just home ownership like, yeah. and all of these like all <laughs> just a whole different phase Adulting. of things that we're learning now <laughs> and learning how to navigate our tenfold ideals and mm -hmm. and hopes and dreams like in in those spaces so we're gonna go ahead and you know gather all our nuts and <laughs> and, and keep them yeah. and like store them all together so that we can come back and bring them to you and yeah yeah and and share them it's exciting mm -hmm. okay so what have you been up to <laughs> oh um it's been really busy. My yeah. work has been really busy in a wonderful way. I just love so much being, I'd much rather always be super busy at work yeah. than not. Like it just makes the day so much fun. I think you fun. always feel guilty when you don't have enough Yeah, to let's do. like if you're someone yeah. who has anxiety and stuff mm. like that, not having, like having it be too relaxed or, or not enough work yeah. makes me feel so much more anxious than having a lot. Like I thrive off of that. Um, so that's been actually nice. And I'm just been in a pretty good flow i guess mm. with everything sadie's been just amazing it's just been so much fun like yeah. it's so fun to have a purpose like that um in your life every day like she's, she's just, just so enjoy. much more of a person now like well, she's really yeah and kids yeah. do really like ground you if you're someone who's mm. like in your thoughts a lot and you know like when i'm with her i all i can do is just be with her right yeah. and like have fun and and do things and just yeah it's just fun it's it's awesome it's mm. just so much fun um yeah and yeah and so relationship wise i've definitely been having some issues which have been like a few months and i think yeah. that's kind of hard with the podcast too because there's so much stuff i'd love to talk to you about but it's just it's like personal. yeah i yeah. just like shouldn't out of respect so yeah i just wanted to be honest with you guys mm. about that too like it's 
not easy. Yeah, <laughs> well, I think the first year of parenthood too, it always puts a lot of people under. Well, it's like a lot pressure. of things at once. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, that's just been a big part of my life too. But even though that's been really tough and we've just had lockdown and there's yeah. a new, all of New South Wales is locked yeah. down until the COVID end of October. Come back in Australia. Yeah. So. Um, there's just a lot of stuff going on, but uh, things are still good. Yeah. We're still we're really lucky. lucky. Yeah. We're and, really lucky. And b- because we've set ourselves up in the best way that we knew how, mm. like, I feel like, yeah, it's it's easier I'm to be content. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just really grateful for the yeah. situation that we're in. Um, so if you listen to our last few episodes, I'm pretty sure I talked about the place down the street from Alex's where I was like, oh, I went and saw it a couple of times and I put in an offer, but they hadn't like really gotten back to me at all um <laughs> but now i officially own it yeah so it actually settled on wednesday so just like two days ago um and it feels good because it's been it has felt stressful too that whole process because you're just like waiting for approval from the bank and waiting to see what happens and negotiating doing this and that and like that's one of those things that was hanging over my head in the back of my mind for the last like month or two there, and now it's finally settled. there's so many things with the house though that i think are so funny in relation mm. to you specifically because like <laughs> we all have our things yeah. right and like your thing has always been like not wanting to decide yeah. specifically right or like being like oh I don't, i'm like, always like hesitant you don't want to make that decision yeah. and commit in that yeah. way right and then it's so funny with this house because like the the like non-responsive realtor like mm. forced you to like really well, going and also there because right now the market in the gold coast is crazy and everything normally gets snapped up in like two seconds yeah so you have to make fast yeah decisions. and like in this yeah. one i was like wait what's wrong with it that no one else is snapping it yeah up? Like, it's like you really done. had to decide yeah. decide i was decide, like last minute googling like how do you know if you've overpaid for something what's happening <laughs> in the property market like blah blah because i was like what's wrong with this place um and then also mm. uh you weren't supposed to actually be able to occupy it until december, december yeah. right so it was like this thing of like oh you've got it but you don't really yeah. have it because you don't have like there's all this time to like ease into yeah. it and then the tenant decided she was moving out at the end of this month so she's moving out on the 29th so she's Tori's she's, getting yeah. it right away yeah. which is like fine that's so great it's actually good like I'm but, yeah now it's that I'm, better yeah like, but it's so funny because I feel like if that had been it from the beginning I feel like it would have felt like more pressure yeah, and it almost for sure. like unfolded in a really nice way so that you had time to like <laughs> get used to each thing yeah like um but yeah i feel good i feel very relieved that that's like settled down and i can just have fun like doing it up and making it a real home oh that's gonna be so fun and tori's place has a pool so we're gonna have pool parties and barbecues and it's just like literally down the street we're on the same street i know (laughs) i really want to organize a street party (laughs) yeah we'll get there um what else oh i've been like doing more volleyball training which has been fun so i'm doing like an advanced training twice a week now so now i go like two or three times a week um and it's just like fun it's just like for me i'm like i've reached ultimate aussie lifestyle because i go before work on tuesdays and fridays at like 6 a.m and then play beach volleyball and then jump in the ocean and then i have to like change at the beach at the shower (laughs) into my work clothes and then i drive to work and then i literally leave my wet bikini on my dashboard (laughs) to dry in my car and like go to work in like salty hair and i'm like yes i've reached beach beach babe status (laughs) um and then yeah my um relationship is still going really really well so that's good it's been so nice i feel like Sorry, i'm in, guys, like, I have a really creaky desk <laughs> I don't, i'm just trying to like just creaking my creaking. legs and it's creaking everywhere um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no that's been good so i feel like i'm in a little love bubble which is always nice it's so, so nice. just nice because it's like i'm getting my place like it feels like one of those times in life where like all the pieces are Things kind are of falling together. into place and i'm actually like oh i can just be happy and enjoy well, that's things. That's you're like, oh, what can I worry about? Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, no, oh, this work is the time. Now. This, this is, is the harvest, yeah. right? <laughs> this is the fruits of your efforts, Labor. like yeah. coming together. Yeah, so it's nice. It's been good. It's a good time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, okay, any recos? Oh yeah, I so I've been doing a lot of work like at night and stuff too mm. while Sadie sleeps, just because there's some big projects and stuff going on, and I just want to really like do be on top of it yeah and like i'm i'm into it right i'm into what yeah. i'm doing so i'm passionate about it but 
like when I do stuff at night to kind of keep me going on a mm. good path, I always watch something while I yeah. do it. And so I have been watching so much Love Island, <laughs> but not just like Love Island UK, because I actually thought this season was pretty boring mm. until now. But I've been watching, I've watched two different seasons of Love Island US already, which I'd never seen before. And it's actually really good. It's just like it pretty feel good. Yeah. So have you, did you watch it? Or I've been watching um some of it okay. yeah yeah i watched another episode the other night yeah. no so i can recommend them they're really good just feel good like bubble gum mm. um i also watched first part at least of the new season of ted lasso i feel like i mentioned it on another, like when it first yeah. came out um but it's still just very feel good and if you're looking for something upbeat it's just yeah i feel like it's it is like a warm hug too you're like is season two good yeah, they just did like a Christmas episode, but it was like such a good Christmas oh, episode. Okay. And I was I like, this is good. good. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's get into Yantra. Yantra? Yantra. Yantras. Yantras. Yantra. <laughs> this I is the know. problem in Australia <laughs> because we both pronounce every Australian yantra. like word. I say wrong. Yantra. Yantra. I say Yantra, <laughs> yantra. Yoga. I think Yantra. We might look you it heard up later. It here first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, has anyone ever done numerology? I feel like most people at some I've point I've done it, but have. it's one of the things I've always been like, first comes like regular astrology horoscopes, right? Yeah. So like, you know, the star signs and moon signs and all that stuff. And then I've been like, oh yeah, numerology. Sure. Mm -hmm. Like that's always been kind of this afterthought, like we'll add that in there. Um, but then when I was doing my traditional Tantra Hatha yoga course, this is where they taught us this yantra yoga and it's basically new i was going to say it's based on numerology but i think numerology is, is based, based on, on this yeah. and it goes through the first um there's nine different numerology numbers i guess or types and they actually all correspond to the chakras so i think we usually only talk about the seven chakras but there's actually supposed like actually, i think there's like 114 yeah. or something like that but the like nine is like the main one so nine is a big number in numerology astrology uh in a yeah, lot of things yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the secrets of the universe right um and so it's this idea that like everything is always in a cycle of nine right it's mm. our bodies are in a cycle of nine and um we are somewhere nine in a cycle months of pregnant nine. yeah nine months pregnant mm. it's true <laughs> yeah and um or what were we talking about the Saturn returns, right? Mm. That's like a cycle, like three. Uh, it's like a multiply, a mul multiple, multiple of nine. Yeah. Um, and it's the idea that your life goes in those cycles of nine mm. years, right? And each year has a different purpose and a different meaning building up to like the end of that cycle. And then you start a new cycle. Um, so <laughs> anyways, let's just get down to it. If you guys don't know what your numerology number is first, let's do the calculation. Yeah. Okay. So this is what you do. Write down your birthday on a line. So my birthday is January. So do month first and then the day, 30th, and then the year, 1988. So I would just write that in January on a line. January would be 01. Yeah. So start with the month. January is one. So that's your first number so okay, right but if you, it was like december yeah so january is one feb's two march is three if your birthday is october it would be a one because october is 10 so you do one plus zero yeah because you always have to get everything down to a single digit if it was and then november yeah. would be two because it's one plus one because yeah. 11 december would be three because it's 12 so it'd be one plus two so you start with your month figure out what number that is then you go to your Date. write it down yeah write it down and then your date so mine is 30th so that would be three plus zero so it's a three still um if it's just single digit then it's just that so um, write that down yeah like alex's is the 19th so hers would be one plus nine is ten and then you have to get that down still so one plus zero is one, one. yeah and then your year so this one's the hardest one because there's multiple numbers <laughs> <laughs> okay um but like so mine is 1988 so it'd be one plus nine which is 10 plus eight is 16 plus eight is 24 and or sorry you said 26 <laughs> <laughs> you said one? one plus, plus nine, nine is 10 yeah and then plus you said eight plus eight is 16 <laughs> <laughs> i was like what that's why i got to 24 <laughs> okay one plus nine plus eight plus eight is we said we were 26. doing we were doing math it's okay. 26 and then you have to get that down to one digit so two plus six is eight 
Yes. Yes. So my numbers are like one for the January, three for the 30th, and eight for the 1988. That's what okay. they've like gone down to to get to one digit. And then you add those three numbers together. So one plus three is uh-huh. four. Yeah. Plus eight is 12. Oh. And then you have to get that down to one number. Yeah. So one plus two is three. So my overall number is three. Ah, <laughs> I am I, a six. Yeah. Hopefully that made sense. And my math errors are not too <laughs> I hope distracting. I them all. <laughs> yes. But basically, yeah, you just have to always get Ten everything down eight. to one digit. <laughs> Numerology is a different kind of math. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah. So you're all, you're basically just dwindling your birthday down to like a single digit. A single digit, yeah. Um, so yeah. So my number is three. Alex's number is six. And once you have that number, that's like your number. It's a big deal. It is. Um, so first, let's go through what each number means, right? Mm-hmm. Because each number, <coughs> sorry, like uh, an astrology sign has mm-hmm. different characteristics to it, yeah. a different feeling. And as I described it like the beginning of the podcast when I read that paragraph that was describing Yantra Yoga. Um, each number has its own energy, like an, mm. like a, its own fingerprint, right? Yeah. Like a vibe that, that you then carry with you. And I think like your whole life kind of carries, carries that, that vibe yeah. through. And you can definitely Google a lot more about your number, like numerology yeah, yeah. wise. Definitely. So I'm going to go through all nine of the numbers. I'm going to try to do it pretty quickly. <laughs> so, or you can just fast forward if you don't want to listen. Um, and then the characteristics that are written down in the guide that I was given at my course. So <clears throat> here's a very brief sketch of how the highest expressions of these energies help to form a person's character. One, number one is positive, dynamic, independent pioneers and entrepreneurs in the material world. Awareness is centered in the self. Grounded and in the world, healthy materialism, strong and original, stable, can be still and silent when necessary, patient. Number two is adaptable, sensitive, harmonious, easygoing and tactful, likes to have fun, social, good networker, trusting, accommodating, sensual and sexual. Number three, courageous, self-expressive, confident, ambitious, charismatic, always taking action, good leader, outgoing and expressive, likes change and transformation, artistic and creative. Number four, compassionate, empathetic, kind and loving, giving, patient, in touch with feelings, sensitive, intuitive, analytical, detail-oriented, and practical, introspective. Five, expressive, freedom-loving, progressive, fearless, intellectual, connected to higher knowledge, adventurous, truthful, inspiring. Six, visionary, reliable, commanding authority over others, likes to see both sides and understand things, studious and intellectually curious, mentally versatile, expansive and inventive, psychically attuned, good concentration and meditation capacity. Seven, is refined, aware, conscious, chilled out, musical or enjoys music, awareness moving in all directions, naturally spiritually inclined, interested and capable of grasping, expressing many things, intellectual, musical, spiritual, reflective. Number eight, mystical, just, and merciful, good at the receiving and at the receiving end, seems natural to have things flowing in, fortunate, lucky, energetic. Nine, typifies universal love and understanding, sincere, in touch with the source of life, oneness existing between all things, idealistic, devoted. Okay, so if you know anything about the chakras, um, these really follow the characteristics of each chakra which i find interesting so tori you're number three right and three is the solar plexus like the stomach area which is always about confidence and then the first um characteristic is like courageous uh, yeah confident is number three Mm. on that i'm number six uh which is your third eye right yeah so sorry the chakras are like your root chakra um then your what do they call the next one i just forgot now your sacral uh, chakra, sacral. <laughs> root yeah. chakra, sacral chakra, um, your solar, chakra yeah, solar yeah. plexus, then your heart chakra, then your throat chakra, um, then your third eye chakra. And then there's the two more that they don't really discuss normally. Mm. But um, basically what happens is like if you start at number one, you're really rooted in your body and you can tell that by the descriptions of this. And as you go up and up and up, if you are basically like a six and up, you start to get more into like the spiritual healing. Hedi, um, 
less physical. Yeah. Which I find really interesting. Um, and then, yeah, like number five here says it's ex- expressive is like the first characteristic and that's your throat chakra. Which right? is like your voice. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like number four is your heart chakra. It says compassionate. That's the first yeah. one. So like they're, they're all very aligned. Yeah, they yeah. like have the, the feeling or the vibe of like mm. each thing. Um, yeah, so this is the thing that I find really interesting about this um, is that you can use what your number is and figure out what so each number starts its year of life like on a different cycle right mm. so you'd start your year of life on a three is that true that's um, how it works or is that no you add you, one to the, your number and that's what you okay start on. so <laughs> so since i'm a three i add one to that and i'm a four so that means my life started on a four so 1988 the year i was born is a four and then for me, 1989 would be a five. 1990 would be a six. So you just go through that nine-year cycle throughout the rest of your life. And you can correspond each year to the number. And so you'll see. So like yeah. you started your first year of life on a six, you said. A four. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <Yeah. laughs> what did I just doing here? <laughs> I'm trying to read through this other calculation. Okay. So you started it on a four. Oh, that's because yeah. it's three plus one, yeah. right? So yeah. if so you start be... on a four like that's that heartfelt compassionate so maybe it would have been like that year would have you would have felt really loved yeah. you would have felt a safe baby. like yeah. you would put all these things and then like you go through that cycle till you get to nine and then you mm. start again um i because i was born in 1984 started on a year seven so that was pretty high up which will be so if you guys figure out what year you started on in your life like basically what i did was you i wrote out, out yeah every single year from 1984 until now and then i wrote out the cycle like, like which so if i started is. on 84 is year seven for me 85 is year eight blah 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 so so on and so so forth um year 2019 was a six for me mm. so 2020 was a seven and 2021 is an eight which is really funny because i'm almost done at the end of this cycle and that's exactly what it feels like, right? Like yeah. I've gone through like the whole gamut basically. And now I'm like at the end, I'm at the harvest of the cycle, the finale. Um, and that's what, yeah, I feel like I'm just kind of trying to enjoy the what's happened. Your, yeah. yeah, the fruits of my labor. Um, I'm on a year one this year, which oh, is interesting because I feel like it is, kind of a fresh start like everything like I got my citizenship I just bought a house I've started a new relationship like everything's kind of at the beginning now and it feels like the start of a new cycle and this yeah just this new journey so it feels very much like the last like because most of my last cycle would have been moving to Australia because I've been here like six years so and I think also each cycle is like learning lesson lesson that you need to learn in your life um, so it just feels very fitting for sure. Um, and so each year in the cycle, just like each number in your numerology mm. has a meaning. Um, so I'm going to go through the cycles of time. Um, and I will read through this, which is a bit wordy as well, but it's really interesting. So if you, I would suggest pausing, figuring out what your cycles are yeah, like maybe map what, out the years and yeah and numbers. then like look at like significant years in your life and mm. figure out what numbers those were look at what number yeah. you're in now are you in the middle of a cycle are you towards the end are you just starting a new one and then i'm going to read out these cycles of time and and describe to you what each year means yeah. from i would just like jot down anything that stands out to you in terms of exactly like and what? see if there's like anything cool because i my mind was blown with like yeah i want to share after this some of the things that i noted about my own life and like yeah the me cycles. too yeah okay so cycles of time one year one is a seeding time so it's the starting point time to plant something new represents the first year or month or day of nine inspired to do something at the physical level whatever we plant here for better or worse consciously or unconsciously has nine cycles to complete so that's like that's the lesson that you're going to have to learn um these are the karmic seeds that you will be required to harvest later so choose wisely 
The first cycle is a very positive time, ambitious, creative, and pioneering. Enjoy it. Enjoy working hard for what you love and wish to manifest. I feel like that is an accurate thing of my career. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> um, okay, cycle two is germination. A time of connection and reaching out, the sprouts burst through the shell and seeks contact with the surrounding environment. On the human level, this is a time of coming to understand our relationships, evolving beyond our individuality and exploring being a part of a larger social network. Progress is slower than in cycle one, but things are still expanding. During this cycle, we are influenced by other people's energies and thoughts more than usual. I think that's true for you too. I think that's coming, mm. like integrating families and, yeah. you know, having these new people in your life. For sure. Okay. Number three is manifestation, a time of activation and leaping forward. Transformation of old patterns is the key phenomenon during this time as we digest and assimilate what we have learned so far. It's a vibrant and positive time. Can be challenging when we need to let go of something from the past, although ultimately it yields more light. Creativity and optimism run high. This cycle takes a downswing during the second half, so pace yourself and be sure not to burn out. Using the energy while it's there in the beginning. Oh, sorry. Using the energy while it's there in the mm -hmm. beginning. An outwards moving time leaning towards physical action. Second half of a cycle is an invitation for introspection and self-analysis. Don't attempt to keep on burning. You'll burn out. Testing period is number four. Mm. <laughs> um, introspection is the invitation. Time to do the weeding. A time of healing and cleaning out on all levels. Exploring the minor details that may be inhibiting your growth. Feelings are more activated during this time. And number four is the heart chakra, if you remember. Mm. So that's why it's like all about the yes. feelings, yeah. right? Um, a time to open up and trust our intuition. Karma may be influencing us from the past. Turn inward and deal with it. Authentic growth will be the result. A time to take it easy and rest the body. Not too much intensity or overexertion. Fasting, cleansing, and breathing are advisable. Stay in touch with the inner world. There are many profound insights there. Number five, rapid growth. A time for expansion and putting new branches forward. New visions and ideas, new adventures and experiences. A year, month, day of change and doing what we've been wanting to do but not yet done. An inspirational time. So it's important to stay grounded and realistic. If we do much, if we do, much can be accomplished. Climb out of the rut and go for it. Often a time of traveling, moving and going in new directions. Expression and communication should be prioritized during this time. So say what needs to be said, but do it skillfully. Be mindful of an overactive intellect and too many ideas. Number six is budding time. Time to bring balance to the mind, finding the higher perspective, and making informed decisions. Decisions informed by the higher aspect of our being. A good time to settle unresolved issues, be they relationship-based, financial, or to do with family. This cycle calls for understanding and to come to a feeling of resolution in all matters. Intuition and intellect actively unite to help us see where we are going with our projects. In the plant cycle, the buds are beginning to bloom, so we can already see that the beginning form of what we are manifesting. However, the full bloom is yet to come. Number seven is materialization. Time to blossom. <laughs> now we can see more clearly the beauty, hopefully, of what is being created. Nevertheless, it is not yet ready to be plucked for use. Almost there. It is time to relax and enjoy some peaceful, non-active moments. The hard work for this cycle is done. It can be a wonderful time to be with self, read, write, and enjoy music. In the human world, the first half may seem a little stagnant or feel a little unsettled because not much is happening. In the second half of the cycle, however, as the energy moves into the eighth cycle, things pick up in a big way as the cyclical climax approaches. Eight, fruition. Fruition time. All mm. the other cycles from the seed onward have been leading up to this point. Now we can see and fully utilize the fruits of our actions. The vision manifests in full force. Whatever we have been working on, either consciously or subconsciously, is now a final product. In regards to human affairs, it is a prosperous time. It may seem like a lucky time for those that still believe in luck. The influx of energy at the universal level for those that are open will bring gifts of the higher order, spiritual insight, and evolution. Number nine, the final one, it's harvest time. Mm -hmm. It is done. 
Time to reflect on the entire process, assess it from the perspective of oneness, how did the whole cycle go, and begin preparations for a brand new cycle. A powerful time to contemplate and meditate. Get clear and be honest about what transpired, digest it, assimilate it, and then prepare for another new journey ahead. At the closing of the cycle, everything begins again. For those still caught in the web of karma, life will undoubtedly circle back around and play out the same old stories. For those doing the work, however, life will spiral upwards and present new opportunities for further growth and expansion along the dharmic path. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's cool because it's like it's always so um, helpful for me to find new frameworks almost to view life through. And I feel like with astrology and with like this numerology and yantra it's just like another way to almost interpret your life and explain things um and it was really cool when i looked through my own life and i'd mapped out the years and like the corresponding cycle times because i feel like a lot of it just made so much sense so for me 2012 was when a year that stood out so that for me was a cycle one so it was that beginning phase but it's the same phase I'm in now um, but in 2012 that's when you and I first went to Costa Rica which was basically the start of like this whole past cycle of my life <laughs> and it's when I was still in law school but then Costa Rica was that spark that made me be like wait like what is this the right path that I'm on and made me start question everything and like was basically the start of tenfold I think for both of us and the start of us thinking oh, maybe we couldn't, could actually like live a different life. Like maybe we don't have to stay in Toronto. Maybe we don't have to be like in this place that we don't feel like we fit into. And we just saw kind of the world open up to us. So it was really, yeah, that planting of the seeds and that first like thing that was setting so much into action. Um, and then cycle four, I noticed. So like a lot of my years that were year four, were these big kind of like turning change points in my life. So it's when I like moved schools when I was younger and started the gifted program or when I started uni or when I moved to Australia, like all those years were um, year four. So I was like, oh, I feel like that's um, interesting because that's like the testing period and that would have been big transitions in my life. Um, and then year s- or cycle six, I just, <laughs> I feel like... Um, I looked at that and it was grade five. So I think it was 1999 for me. And grade five is like one of those years where I'm like, that was one of the best years of my life. <laughs> because it was like just such a I good like year. I feel like grade five Yeah, was it was just like one of those magical years where, yeah. where I felt like I had a really good class and like I just like had a lot of friends and felt and you popular. Were the, the king of Capture the Flag. Yeah, I was the king of Capture the Flag. <laughs> and like I remember we went to Japan that year. Mm-hmm. And then I came back and I had a crush on this guy in my class and somehow it's like we had this like greek uh we were doing a unit on like greek mythology and we were having this like greek fair thing and there had to be like a emperor queen and king or something and it was like me and him were chosen as the queen and the king How of the that? greek fair i don't even think we went then, to the same school but i guess no, we, we didn't, didn't. Actually go. and then i also that, we didn't do anything like I that also, and that's like, so fun i remember we did like a roman like thing as well that year and i made these like beautiful scrolls or it was like egyptian i don't know it was just one of those years where there was like all these magical moments and everything kind of worked out and one of the only things i remember from grade five <laughs> is watching some weird movie about <laughs> these men on a boat and ben affleck was like a child on the boat and he fell into the water it was freezing cold and then he had to get <laughs> naked and go into a sleeping bag with the captain and no. they had to be naked together to go over the <laughs> that's what we did in grade, grade five, five was a, like i remember <laughs> and do you remember you we'd have like the desks where there was four desks that would be in a group of desks yes and like i just feel like my seating arrangements in grade five were like i'd always be with like the crushes that i had in grade five like it was okay, just wait, like so what was that year for you a budding time year so i which is year six. six but i just felt like when i saw budding time i was like it's blooming it's like i just was like it was a time where i was like blossoming into something <laughs> so yeah anyways and then <laughs> that's my grade five nostalgia um and then last year for me so last year was uh year nine so that was like the end of my cycle which is harvest time, like it's done, reflect, contemplate, meditate. And that for me was the end of a huge transition period. And I feel like 
it's like we fi- I finally started to feel more settled on the Gold Coast too and was like, okay, this is my home. Like I'm in Australia. I'm getting my citizenship. Like I've found my place um, and I worked through a lot of things. Like I feel like the moving to Australia, leaving Canada, like it's been such a tumultuous time in so many ways, but I've worked through so much and like done so many things and I feel like yeah it really kind of wound down last year and then this year I'm at at the start of like my fresh cycle and it's just yeah it kind of seems to all line up accordingly (laughs) what about you um yeah it's just been really interesting (laughs) for me too like 2013 2012 was at the end of 2012 the we very end there, yeah. right? and that was a year eight for me oh. and then 2013 which was year nine yeah. was like one of the best years of my life but also mm. the craziest so yeah. so intense yeah. but like i think that would have been the energy from the first year of that cycle which was what is that 2005 Hmm. my second last year of uni so it started then and then built up to there it's like i would have been carrying all this really heavy energy actually some really heavy stuff happened in my last year of uni um anyways and then that's like how it all kind of manifested so it was like amazing but it was also dark too Mm. and like really tumultuous and like but also so exciting right like so crazy um so that was 2013 and then 2014 which is when you came to australia Mm -hmm. right that was the beginning of the next cycle year one and i had a tough time yeah i felt like i was reeling from the end of the last cycle yeah and then it really felt like a new fresh start but i didn't even want it Mm. like and i had to literally so 2014 was the year that i like moved to bondi Mm -hmm. started my whole new life like my new yeah. home was Sydney. I started a new job, like just everything, right? Yeah. I started my you PR thing. Your whole I started life. everything, yeah. got new friends, all that stuff. And that was my first year of that cycle. Yeah. Which is like really weird. Yeah. Um, and then 15, 16, 17 were years two, three, and four. And for me, those were like really difficult years in certain. Mm. I feel like both of those cycles actually were intense. Yeah. Although, like, uh, each cycle has gotten better, I think. Um, and it's just been... But what they were saying about you will repeat your karmic, your dharmic path if yeah. you don't learn your lessons. And I yeah. feel like I I feel like I did learn some lessons, but, but I didn't not, learn all yeah. of them, right? Yeah. And I and I know that. And like... Well, I don't think you'll ever learn all of them. We'll all be repeating oh, no, some of them. Of course, yeah. But, yeah. but I think also like I had a pretty dark childhood and yeah. something that I think that's the kind of thing it's really hard to... It takes a while Grow out of that yeah. right and and shed that in certain ways and like it's like you just have to keep getting older and learning new lessons mm-hmm. and having new different kinds of relationships with friends and and lovers and all that kind of stuff to have that reflection of yourself to learn what is and isn't you that you're taking from your past yeah. basically um so yeah and so it's really nice to be in a year eight now, <laughs> which is like, oh, um, it's like you have ran a marathon in some yeah. ways, like, and so many things have happened, but I'm finally settled, like, which is kind of amazing. Yeah. Like, that's what it's, I really feel like this cycle is the cycle where I would have broken a lot of those like dharmic and, contracts yeah. or whatever and and, and i'm starting a, a fresh one and i think yeah. even like birthing sadie into the world yeah and she's like this light and like when i saw that psychic all the stuff that she said about her and and i did sadie's numerology and she's an eight like mm. that's the thing too the higher up you are in your number i believe is like how many times you've kind of been around in this yeah. world like because i do believe that you've already you know the like reincarnation yeah reincarnation yeah. and all that kind of stuff so if you're an eight like if you're higher and higher i think you usually Probably have like been around the block a few times yeah and like <laughs> you've got a better that's when you really are more of an old soul yeah. right and you've got kind Wisdom. of a sense of it all and like mm. you're almost on your way out right you almost mm. done your nine <laughs> cycles and then you're gonna yeah. who knows where you're gonna go next right there's yeah. gonna there's a lot of amazing things later i mm. think things we can't even fathom yeah so um yeah 
So I would love, I'd love to know if other people's cycles line up with what's happening in their lives. Um, a lot of my other stuff does too. Like when I look back to everything, yeah. And like when things were tough for me and when they were good. Um, and I also think it's really interesting because the first six or the first five phases of the cycle and like same with the numerology numbers it's all you're more in your body and like as you go forward you come further and further out of your body and more into your spirituality or your mm. like not just your head because you're not in yeah, your head anxiously yeah. but like your soul yeah <laughs> I guess more into your soul right yeah. and yeah so then the energy of that is that as well mm. and I feel like that also correlated with me like even when I started doing all my yoga um, trainings and stuff yeah. like what that's year was when, that for you? so that was 2017 which is year four and then that's like your heart year yeah um so that's the testing period which i thought was really interesting um oh wait it's 2000 yeah so um it just talks all about that like stay in touch with your inner world um taking time to rest your body not too much intensity or exertion mm. it's just like i literally took all this time off <laughs> like at that time and so like four years four five years four and five were like really yeah. big for me in that way okay one more thing to talk about with this um is actually if you go back to your numbers that we started with so your month your day and your year and the ones that you've fed down and so mine were one three and eight in the end those are actually supposed to be like 27 year cycles of your life um so it's kind of like your secondary energies throughout your life so like the first 27 years of my life would be a one and then from 27 to 54 would be a three and then from 54 to <laughs> eight one um, would be an eight so that's kind of like the energy for those periods of my life um and then that kind of corresponds with the idea of saturn returns which you guys have probably heard of if you've like i know about astrology at all um everyone says like you have a saturn's return in your late 20s so it's kind of supposed to be from 27 to 30 um and basically it means like at the time you were born saturn is in a certain place and it usually takes like around 27 years to revolve around back to that same spot um and then that time in your life is supposed to be a bit of like a reckoning and like a really like difficult upheaval. time yeah it's when you I think you kind of stop and like are like oh wait where am I in life and you're kind of like evaluating what that point in your life and what you've come to and I feel like for so many people like the late 20s is that time and for me like 27 is when I moved to Australia and just like started a whole new life and you were what 28 yeah like, separated from my like partner and and then lived in Costa Rica and then Costa moved Rica to Australia. Australia and I think a lot of people have that same kind of thing in in their late 20s um and yeah it's just an interesting thing that they've that numerology or yantra or whatever splits it into those same like 27 years and we said before 27 is like the multiple of nine as well um is it it is, it is. <laughs> are you sure no i'm not sure <laughs> um, but yeah i just thought that was interesting because i feel like when i think about myself and you and so many of our friends like that was such a tumultuous time for so many people and it really makes you stop and be like oh what is my life because it's kind of especially and like when you decide is this a good path i'm on yeah because it's like I a few it? years out of uni you've probably maybe had a relationship or done this or that and you kind of are like wait what's the re is this going to be the rest of my life i think a lot of people get to that point where they're like oh wait now i'm an adult sort of <laughs> like what I is my remember life? my friend felicity <laughs> um i don't know if she listens to this but she was saying she grew up in the uk and mm. she was like I think she would have been 26 or 27 at the time or something. And then she was looking around and everyone was getting married or like buying a yeah. house or doing whatever. And then she was like, I'm moving to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> and that was kind of the beginning of yeah. her rest of her life. Yeah. Right? Um, but so yeah, that's an, just another interesting thing to calculate out and see. Um, what else? Is there anything else with Oh, I love you guys. I, I love know. the podcast. Um, I can't wait to get back into it. I can't wait to start 
season three fresh and exciting like we might have a different format who knows um one thing is though we definitely have a few like bonus episodes we want to do in between um that we've already got like lined up (laughs) that are very just like pure poppy fun bubbly like (laughs) gossip cave goodness um so yeah just those will come randomly yeah Yeah. oh also in this weekend i think sunday is full moon Oh, the full moon. Aquarius. It's the second Aquarius full moon in a row. Yeah, do, do, so do. it's a Leo sign with Aquarius moon. Yeah. So I know we stopped doing our full moon. I just what? forgot what it was called. <laughs> What's it called? High Tide. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you I mean? love our High Tide podcast. But yeah, um, definitely take a, t- a bit of time this weekend to just reflect and like, actually, what are you, is there anything you're going to let go of this full moon? Oh, there's so much been happening. Like, yeah, I am going to let go because I really, that's one of the things is like, for me, it's so easy for me to get caught up in worrying about things Mm. like, and that's always been a struggle my whole life. Right. But it's a pattern that I'm used to. And I've gotten, I have gotten so much better at like not getting into a real whirlwind of like crazy anxiety. I don't really, it doesn't get that far, but, um, just taking a step back from that and, even if some things aren't quote unquote good, mm. like my actual day to day is great. Yeah. It's like, I am happy. I am actually yeah. happy. So that's why I'm like, wait, like it's more when you worry about future things or you worry yeah. about how, what something could be yeah. like, but I don't actually know what those things will be. So no. if I literally just think about the present right now in this moment mm-hmm. and what I have, it's like what I have is wonderful. Yeah. And I am actually having nice great days so yeah i feel like mine is similar where i'm um (laughs) trying to let go of um defaulting to uh, no so it's because i feel like right now things are so good but then my mind is used to having something to worry about so it will latch on to like work or this one thing yeah with us (laughs) like they try to they need they always need like one thing at least to worry about and i feel Mm -hmm. like I'm the same because obviously they raised us. <laughs> like as soon as things are good, I'm like, wait, but there's must be something that I should be worrying about. And like, especially at this moment, it's like now that my house has settled and I, like I had a car thing that happened that finally got fixed. And like, there's just so many things that are so good and resolved right now. And I'm like, I just want to be in this time and be, let myself be happy and let myself enjoy it and not waste so much energy on things that don't actually need to be worried about yeah and i wrote like the last instagram post Mm. i wrote for us was about that idea of like we're in the we're like we're in the real thick of it right now in a good way like we're really living right at this moment of all of our labor yeah so (laughs) let's have those experiences and live them and then we'll come back and gossip about it yeah exactly (laughs) um and wait i just really wanted to say this story because it reminded me of like with this whole cycle of anxiety when I was going to Costa Rica and I decided I had I'd gone right and we'd gone on that mm. trip and had fun and then I decided to go back and I did not tell my parents I just booked the ticket and this is not this was not like me at all at the time like we were kind of a family where everyone knows like discusses together what you're going to do yeah. before you do it right so I booked that ticket because I didn't want anyone to like not let me go and even though I was an adult like yeah. and I finally told my parents and then I was waiting like what's our mom gonna say like what is she what's the thing that she's gonna say is like the thing to worry about right but I kind of like I think I had gone through every single thing that was planned so that I tried to make it so that there was nothing they could pick on as like an anxiety or like a possible problem um and so I saw her brain searching for something to say (laughs) and then she was like what if it was like what if your ex like who I had shared an apartment yeah. with, but like, I think the apartment was under my name. What if he doesn't pay the rent? And then the landlady like tries to like get someone to chase you down in Costa Rica, <laughs> like, because you're not paying the rent. And I was just like, the landlady was this like 85 year old, super chill hippie lady who lived in the annex who, and my ex was 
fine and would definitely yeah. be paying the rent. And like, it was just one of those things where I was like, of all the things you could reach for, like, how did your brain even come up with that one? <laughs> like, there's a lot of other ones I could have come up with before that. But that to me made me laugh and it made me be like, okay, this, like, that was such a clear example of what that that addiction yeah. almost like addiction to worry addiction to what's the next thing to to feast on right like to feast your anxiety on rather than calming like recognizing your anxiety yeah. and separating yourself from it instead it's like feeding into it yeah and i think even what you were saying about um like not it's kind of like also that idea that like not everything in your life has to be perfect for you to be happy like yeah. it's not always going to be whatever. And then it just reminded me of, I can't remember if I already said this on another podcast, but when I was in Port Douglas, I went to this gelato shop <laughs> and the woman at the gelato shop, like we didn't even talk. I just ordered my gelato. And then she just like, with like a twinkle in her eye was like, don't be too good. It's boring. And then I was like, this is a great life model for me <laughs> because yeah. it just wasn't this like, I, it, it just seemed like she was like, channeling the universe or something and mm -hmm. they were being like just just have fun like don't try and do everything and perfectly did have fun. And i did have fun and like <laughs> i'm just trying to do that in my life now and just like enjoy just enjoy it guys <laughs> exactly even if not everything's great like yeah know how to like just embrace the good parts and yeah. know that everything's a cycle it's all a cycle exactly and then if you if you were thinking why 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 me what's going on just look for where you are in the cycle and mm. then you can blame that exactly that's like the best part about having these weird systems yes, <laughs> it's it like is. you have an answer for everything that can be outside of exactly. yourself exactly okay should we do our um mantra yeah, sounds yeah. good. Wait, I just saw a quote in my oh. book that was like at the end of the entry yoga, and I just want to read it because I thought it was pretty beautiful. So, feel yourself being quietly drawn by the deeper pull of what you truly love. That's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, before we do our mantra, just wanted to say again, thank you guys for listening and being our podcast it's friends. It just has been the best. It really um, has. It's made me very happy to record this right now. Too. I'm really excited for season three. Me too. I'm like, What's it going to be? It's going to be magical. Another thing, because we keep not ending, even though we say we're, yeah. <laughs> we're not ending, but we're when we ready. finished season one, like, it was the same thing. We felt like, okay, I don't know what to do next. Like, I don't, like, it felt more like a chore. So yeah. it's like, let's wait, let's go. And then that was like our transition between living in Bondi to moving to the Gold Coast and yeah. like it was that same kind of thing right yeah. where we were like s all this stuff was happening and we were mm -hmm. like setting things up but also living life right and we didn't have time to do the podcast in in a sense and then when we finally got back and we started season two like we had so much yeah. to talk about like that was like fresh like from like the learnings mm -hmm. and fresh fresh from all of these things like being manifested and yeah, it was just great. So I can't wait for that. Me um, too. Let's just go out there, live, do our field work, and we'll come back. Yeah. It's going to be good, guys. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, <clears throat> Gamaya Vichoma Amitam Gamaya Oh Masatoma Sat Gamaya Tamasoma Joyti Gamaya Vichoma Amitam Gamaya Oh, Masatoma Sat Gamaya Tamasoma Joyti Gamaya Richoma Amitam Gamaya Oh, Masatoma Sat Gamaya Tamasoma Joyti Gamaya 
Rich or my Amri Tam Gamaya. Oh, Masatoma Sat Gamaya. Tamasoma Jorti Gamaya. Rich or my Gamaya. Season three is coming. <laughs>